Hey, Brian Wilson, Texas Lawhawk. Say Funky Town Podcast. Funky Town Podcast! What? Funky Town Podcast! Funky Town Podcast! Funky Town Podcast? Funky Town Podcast! destroyer welcome to funky town podcast uh if we have any uh, new visitors today i'd like to invite them to stay afterwards we'll have an usher give you a welcome packet after uh, the after the offering a chick track and a, and a chick track 
Um, yeah, today's guest is, is War Party. I reached out to Cameron first. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know, you guys just got off big show at the Fortress Festival and stuff. Like, maybe you want to come on the show. And Cameron's like, dude, fuck War Party. I'm so done with them. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll, I'll check with Ricky. And Ricky's like, sure. Me and Peter will be here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Happy to be here. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, so I wanted to have you on because uh, first I had no idea. I watched the, the video, um, the no exit video, which is great. Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah. at first I thought it was um, y'all were playing old clips from some of the old videos that y'all used because it's the same style, of, right? You know, y'all did like a couple of interview pieces or whatever, and um, different things with like sea line and stuff. So I thought at first I was like, oh, this is all new stuff. When I saw Brit and yeah, <laughs> Brit was the best part of that video, yeah. I think, <laughs> easily. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that y'all were coming to an end, and then I guess. Fortress Festival was y'all's big. You think that's probably like the last show? At least the um, last big show. Big that was the last one that we had booked outside of um, the group therapy comp, which is something we've done since it started. Mm-hmm. So um, we will be releasing one more track that will be exclusive to that. Um, and at that point, we'll definitely play that release show. But that's all we have planned on the books from this point forward. That's cool. So all of us who wasn't at Fortress Festival will be able to see you at the, right, at the group right, therapy definitely. show. And Susie, you were there, right? I was at Fortress Festival, yes. Did you see War Party? I got there late. Oh. <laughs> I think you guys played on Sunday, right? Yes. I was down in Hallettsville. My boyfriend's father was inducted into the Fiddle Hall of Fame. Whoa. So That's was, cool. Yeah, it was really an interesting <laughs> thing because I'd never... Nice. I, I mean, Texas Fiddle is huge. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. so it was amazing. There was a big fiddle contest and the companyist. Did, did the devil come up from Georgia? Yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah. But he lost again. And had God, it. man. Yeah. How many gold fiddles that guy had? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so. That's cool. So, did you, did you enjoyed playing the festival? Uh, it was fantastic. Was it a big time? Yeah, it was the coolest thing. And fortunately for Cameron, Peter, and I, um, it was the second time we've gotten to do Fortress Fest in as many years. And, uh, the whole experience in general it's uh, if we could continue to only play festivals I, yeah. this band will never end um, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep doing that till, till I'm dead because uh, getting pampered I'll put pampered. together Susie Palooza <laughs> please do yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, they, they pamper you and uh, lots of free alcohol and food. Uh, there was a massage tent. Oh, yeah. nice! Yeah, all sorts of stuff. So it was a uh, the experience overall is really fun. But being able to be a part of something that, that that's really that big in the heart of the city, um, it's it's a special moment for sure. Especially to get to do it twice. Um, I think we were all a little bit, you know. Uh, we were really excited to play with Andy, but I think there was a little bit of us all that were like, "Man, I wish we could do this, for, you know, for ourselves." Yeah, and uh, we definitely got the opportunity. So yeah. I'm trying to finagle a way to play it again next year. <laughs> we're, we're working on it. <laughs> so I was already going to be like, "Hey, you know, Drew Gorgeous can play a show." Yeah, right. <laughs> so who all was up on stage? It was it was you guys and in, in uh, Cameron, and then was Jesse playing? No, no you no. had um, was yeah. it Sam? Yeah, Sam has been. Um, uh, Doing some of that. For, I mean, honestly, we would love to, to call her a permanent member, but uh, she's she she's is. as busy as we are. But 
Uh, yeah, no, we uh, we were lucky enough to have Sam join us and uh, fill in for that show. She she'll be playing the uh, group therapy comp mm-hmm. with us as well. Pretty much anything that comes along, as long as she's available, she's there. So yeah, she was very open and willing. Definitely, which was awesome. She was also just unbelievably prepared. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting. I mean, all the times that I've filled in for my friends' bands and stuff, I've. I've I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> I've never like taken that much time to prepare and and really learn and, and know it. And she just came in and knocked it out of the park. Even the first practice felt great. <laughs> yeah. we, were, we knew we'd be ready. Then she played bass in Sea Lion. Yeah, yeah. And what did she do in Center Stand? Is it bass or just keyboards? She did played she keyboard. Right? Okay. Um, I think she filled in on bass from time to time uh, as yeah. well, d- d- depending on Steve's availability. But yeah, she. I mean, she's a jack of all trades yeah. or, uh, or a uh, G- more gender neutral yeah. term. A jill of all, <laughs> jill of all yeah. trades. A human of all trades. Yeah, person of all trades. She's just a general, just great person. Yeah, Yeah, sweet, sweet as can be. Yeah, yeah. We we were definitely lucky to have her be a part of it. Um, not only with her bass skills, but just her beautiful voice too. Now, um, and Chris was there. Absolutely, Chris's uh, less beautiful voice was there, (laughs) Um, but he killed it on the sense as as normal. Uh, Chris adds this this uh, amount of energy to to the band that I think that since he's been a part of it we've always had and uh if he's not flossing on stage like (laughs) like one of these uh cool Fortnite kids or um even just being up there and just being silly looking in general i always think the flossing with your teeth but it's the dance thing yeah i'm always like why would he be flossing on stage like oh yeah i thought he meant just like shining yeah. 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 So, but no, flossing is a dance. It's that, yeah. You've seen it. Where you move your arms one way and your hips the other way or yeah. something. Yeah. Dental hygiene is important. My niece and nephew uh, so would flossing. be disappointed in me <laughs> if I didn't know exactly what it was. <laughs> my sister, is, or my sister, my my daughter is embarrassed of me that because I do know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she wish I'd, she's just better. She'd like it better if I didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always ask my kids if I use those terms right, and they just laugh at me. <laughs> Funny. Am I saying this right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Am I saying this right? No, I, I told my daughter the other day, I was like, I saw the funniest meme, and she thinks she always starts laughing every time I say that. Because I guess you're not supposed to talk about memes. What? <laughs> you know, I mean, you just, you know, you just send them on the phone or on the line. You know, they're all... You don't, you don't describe them to yeah you don't talk you just, about them you like just, you just send them yeah because i'm all like i saw this meme where she's like you're so dumb <laughs> i'm like why is this dumb it's funny yeah you know but supposed to text it to me yeah if, if i just send it yeah. to her yeah. then it would be like oh, you know then that's that's funny that's cool but or just show her your phone which is what right. i do a lot yeah that's yeah, the, yeah. My, my wife can definitely attest the fact that i've tried to poorly describe so many memes to her <laughs> <laughs> never do them justice yeah like, i guess that's you're not supposed to do that it's yeah funny. i guess not <laughs> makes sense. i, I try know. to turn them into jokes now like i, I saw one the the, the 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 other day and i thought it it was funny so now i, I just t- t- tell people like it was a joke yeah because <laughs> it was a there was a truck at a at a funeral with a um a boat and then oh, the back of the boat yeah. was a casket and the guy's like man the guy must have been an avid fisherman and he's like oh he is an avid fisherman we're going fishing as soon as we bury his wife <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, dang. and that was the meme but i was like okay i could just turn this into a joke right. so instead of saying <laughs> oh it's all this meme i just tell the joke memes yeah, are just a joke format with a picture on it exactly it <laughs> it's like we used to call them comics i mean <laughs> if you think about it it's an easier joke yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And an animated meme is a GIF. 
Or a gif. GIF. Or yeah. a gif. I mean, I don't know what's right. I think the <laughs> creator has uh, gone on record and said it's pronounced GIF, and everyone said no. no. <laughs> it's not a J, <laughs> it's a G. Yeah. Yeah. It's not okay. peanut butter. It's a right. GIF. Yeah. It's, it's, it stands for like graphic something, something, something. Right? Something, something. Yeah. I don't know what it I don't know. I get the best ones though, from um, Chase. The drummer for me, Motorcycle. Oh, yeah. He yeah. sends me. Like, I got one today. It was all about when Lady Gaga takes you over. <laughs> <laughs> you should be in a band with him. It is relentless. It is relentless. <laughs> I just love it that he thinks of me and is like, I need to send this to Susie right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. I don't know where he finds him, but he gets the, the dankest, I think. Is <laughs> oh, yeah, the dankest of memes. Ah, uh, yes. He sent me one today that had, like, this kid. And he's like, is this your kids? And it was like, um... You know, if you shoot that Nerf gun in the house one more time, I'm going to take it away. And the kid just, like, shoots the Nerf gun. And I was like, no, it was more like this. I would say, you get a five-second head start. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish five, my four, mom, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish my mom was that polite. I never got any warning. She just pounced. Yeah. <laughs> it just turns on you. Your mom's fierce, man. She, she is very fierce. <laughs> Oof. Um... So eight years is a yeah. So what's the what do you consider the first War Party album? Because I know that there were some demos and stuff out there. Like what was the first album? Album? I would say You're the Dog. Er. Well, I mean that was the demo. That was the demo. That yeah. was the first physical piece of, of yeah. media. Okay. That that War Party put out. Um, I wasn't on it. Um, you you were on part of it. Though. Part of it. Um, yeah. But I also, whenever I joined the band, uh, they gave me that that demo, and I recorded trumpet parts over it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, poorly, <laughs> and then sent it back, and they're like, "All right, good enough." Yeah, <laughs> yeah that uh, it's rough to listen to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that was a. Uh, that was the first physical piece of media. I still have that, and then of course, I guess the first f- like real full War Party album would be uh, Tomorrow's a Drag. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of the stuff that was on the demo, we got actual decent recordings right, of right. for Tomorrow's yeah. a Drag. Yeah. yeah, we redid them. Yeah, redid them. I think before <laughs> Tomorrow's a Drag, though, didn't we do that Doom Ghost split? We did. We did have the Doom Ghost split. The yeah. the Volume One. Um, Love at first fight. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Was that was that uh, Dallas Distortion music that put that out? No, I think we just when we that was started low life. Yeah, see, I okay. think yeah. that was on low life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I should probably know this stuff. But uh. <laughs> now that's about when I because um, we've been doing this, so it'll be six years in November. Mm-hmm. On, I'm really thirsty. Mm. I don't want to be all cotton. Um, <laughs> you guys used to practice at Bishop. Uh, manor in Dallas, right? Um, no. Um, most of the practicing is uh, there was a what was that place called over off of Riverside that we split the space? Um, over off of Riverside. Yeah, Riverside in Sylvania, right off of Thirty. It's right next to the Salvation Army. Oh, um, what is it? Uh, Forget the name of it. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of that building I don't, I don't either. Know why I want to call it EMP or something, but that doesn't sound right. There was a place called EMP, but I don't think that was. It was it. the one that you would take Lancaster? Yeah, yeah. You take oh. Lancaster all the way down. Oh, that's you, Avalon. 
Okay, okay. That's where yeah. we're at, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I thought for some reason, I used to play in a Dallas band, and we rehearsed there, and I thought you and Sea Lions shared That's, a room. Sea Lion was there. Well, um, yeah, yeah. But, I thought you guys were sharing a room for some reason. Uh, I don't no, know why I we, we did practice there with them, like, time to time. Maybe I was just there when that happened. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's a distinct possibility. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think uh, Bummer Vacation was practicing up there, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, post, yeah, yeah, post me, but... Oh, at the... The space off of Lancaster. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if they were. Sh- no, no. Um, that Bishop. Oh, Bishop. Yeah, I don't totally. know. If, I don't know if they were sharing the room with the, with Sea Line or what the deal was. They might have been. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. just making this all up. <laughs> that, that band's never practiced before. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I first started um, to get into all the different bands around here, because we moved over here, and um, was I just turned six, so it's probably been almost. So almost seven years we've been over here so i mean i've been around for a year or so when we got over here and um i remember reading an article in the weekly about you guys and um sea lion playing at the chat room and it was this big epic show <laughs> you know and so and then oh, I, I was there were you yeah it, but uh but i hadn't seen you guys yet and so and i just had seen certain things here and there and i saw some of the videos so y'all became like this this, this weird little band in, in my brain that I hadn't seen yet, you know, and I had like all these ideas, about, but then I got to see you guys, I think, at the warehouse, and it was like just as epic as I thought it would be. It was like, it was like, <laughs> this is great, you know, y'all didn't, you know, d- 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 disappoint, but it was it was a little wilder and crazier back then. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know? I think we mellowed uh, out a lot. I think it was a couple of shows where joints were thrown out into the audience and oh, stuff I remember like that. that. Like yeah. it, we, we used to be pretty wild. Um, I think we all toned that down a little bit half of us are married mm-hmm. and all <laughs> i mean a lot happens in six seven eight years absolutely you know absolutely um i think uh also a lot of that had to do with the fact that we were refining our sound quite mm-hmm. a bit more and um whenever it was just wild and crazy it, it didn't matter what i was doing while i was playing you know <laughs> yeah you had to walk out into the audience with your horns and yeah yeah and we used to do all sorts of stuff like that but yeah now that i'm i'm you know s- spending more time making sure my parts are being played right and singing those backup harmonies and stuff you got to stay around the mic mm-hmm. so uh it's definitely shaped a little bit more of our live performance but uh we uh i think we can uh we still compensate a little bit for it with people like <laughs> like chris going wild on stage and yeah things like that I, i've jumped into those drums one too many times probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have plenty of bruises and scars yeah. <laughs> to prove it so do those drums Oof. yeah yeah <laughs> But I did love watching all the videos that y'all would do with with Sea Lion back then. You had like a little friendly rivalry, whatever. But y'all would make like talking trash videos back and oh, forth yeah. at each other and stuff. And, and I think you did like a little tour. You know, the, the van would break down, and it was just yeah, that it was video. Fun. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that was a, a lot of the the appeal to it for me too. Is that I wasn't just joining a band; I was joining this little universe, mm-hmm. you know, of, of um, relationships and and inside jokes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, Cameron put it pretty well um, last. I think in that uh, that article for Dallas Observer might have been. Um, but there's there's so much content and little Easter eggs and videos and things yeah. like that that have already existed for this band that if you are interested in it there there's there's a rabbit hole to go down so absolutely we've left something that we can be proud of and that's entertaining and rewards the listener and I think that's that's a lot of why we've reached a point where we're feeling hey maybe this maybe this project's complete and it's time to do that all over yeah I remember um, I think somebody interviewed Perry Farrell about pornos for. Of Pyros versus Jane's Addiction, and he was like, he was like, Jane's Addiction was 
was done. He's like a painter doesn't just paint a painting and then paint the same painting and then paint the same painting. He he finishes that painting and then he goes on and does another painting. He's like, this is my next painting. Right. You know, it's like Jane's Addiction is done. We did that. We painted it. We're complete. You know, and so and not a lot of bands. You know, there's not a beginning, middle, and end. At least not that they plan out. It just kind of end because they break up or because right. they get jobs and run out of money and have to work now and they can't do band stuff or whatever you know but um i think it's cool you know whenever you're like yeah i mean you you look at where you started at you know and then where you're at now even like the dreamy sounds and the dreamy and the low life has become you know like dreamy life you know i think it was really neat whenever y'all joined up yeah you know or like cameron and with the and had the cloud land and oh yeah and all that stuff just the way everything has kind of evolved and the little group that was you know like bitch bricks and and um but it was like like long shots um it's like all these different dreamy life bands and low life bands or whatever that would, that would play together it just kind of grew and grew and grew and grew and grew to where you have like acid carousel or you know like i don't know there's just like a million bands on the dreamy life label now it seems like yeah. you it's, know? it's family you know there's a stack of tapes right yeah i think yeah. three quarters of them are all dreamy life yeah i mean arching the bunkers and well no that's, that's not a dream that's, life that's dirty water the only one i picked is the yeah <laughs> And I think that's uh, something something that we really were striving for whenever we were building this all together was that we wanted it to be a label that was a family and something that we could have not only um, our own creative um, control over, uh, but uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, a network of support for everybody that we care about. Totally. And I, I think, I mean, e- even just seeing how we all live like a few blocks away yeah. from each other for the most part, you know, it, it's it's a community that's bigger than just the music. And the, you, you see that in uh, the videos that are coming out. I mean, things like that. Like we've got multiple media people. Yeah. <laughs> people that are good at, at every type of, of media. And it's really starting to showcase what people can do you know what they want to do and if they're willing to put the time into it i mean i i've wanted to record bands my whole life and getting the opportunity of working with cloudland being uh, having an opportunity to be an engineer there was something that was a part of this this network yeah it's something that cameron and and robbie jen and Britt really wanted to make happen and they were nice enough to let me be a part of it and it's really cool what you can do within dreamy life if you want to do something absolutely man yeah, we yeah. did um, a podcast there with with you guys. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That, that was fun. That was fun. I, 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 was, uh, I was I uh, was <laughs> still learning to uh, EQ some things here and there, and I, I think the uh, audio was kind of noisy. Oh, was that? Uh, I if remember. I remember yeah. correctly, but uh, this sounds fantastic in here. <laughs> oh, thank you. It has been doing it in here for a, a while now. You got it all pegged down, perfect. Yeah, yeah. it sounds great. You got the the setup and take down. Yeah, figured out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, Peter, didn't you used to do film stuff? Like you yeah. do videos? Do yeah, you still yeah. do that? Or not um, as much? I've been kind of uh, putting it on the back burner for a little while, uh, just so um, yeah, I can focus on more actually like art, art and music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cause, uh, the demands of dreamy life in in terms of putting together layouts and graphic design um, for tapes and vinyl and everything, uh, I just kind of decided to jump in head first and spearhead it for them. So uh, that's been fairly demanding. I haven't really had a lot yeah. of t- time outside of that. To make videos. Yeah. 
It's really impressive to watch, though. Like, even when we're at... Peter and I work together um, yeah. as, as well, and whenever we're at work, if we're slow, like, I can kind of glance over, and Peter's got his computer open working on something Dreamy Life-related. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's really cool to watch that stuff take shape, because for a lot of us on the label, it's just like, oh, here's this thing that appeared that looks beautiful and matches the, the aesthetic of everything else, and you don't necessarily know who put the time oh, and effort yeah, into making yeah. that happen. Like, a lot of the things you see on the website, the uniformity and the way things are done, it's... I know Peter to be a ridiculously meticulous person anyway. Yeah. So, so having someone like that definitely uh, gives you that visual appeal. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know you did all that. That's nice. Yeah. Um, do you all have um, a craziest show from the past eight years? Like one that just stands out above all the other ones? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think we wrote a song about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we uh, had a show at uh, Double Wide. Um, that's yeah. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Drunk. Yeah, that song, yeah, yeah, that yeah, song yeah, is yeah. about uh, the, the Double Wide. Oh, okay. Um, we had a show there that was a fantastic show. It was a good time. <laughs> um, but uh, Tyler had uh, found out some family stuff that was pretty heavy, um, and he may have had a drink or two to, to deal with that. And <laughs> uh, I guess was in the restroom and ended up punching a soap dispenser angrily and it blew up yeah and uh the door exploded yeah yeah Yeah. and uh i guess one of the door guys or something came over and got in his face and they were yelling back and forth at each other and he he basically said hey this is what's going on my life i apologize i fucked up here's some money i'll pay for it and and you know (laughs) settled up with everybody and everything was fine or so we thought i guess the owner um uh trying to think of the best way to word this it may have snowed in the owner's office um and she came Uh, out pretty upset um (laughs) wanting to find out who broke her soap dispenser and wanting to get her revenge um even though we paid for it she wanted to damage something of ours to make it even oh come on yeah it was clearly she was on some sort of substance Mm -hmm. and it it wasn't in character for that person but she kicked over she kicked somebody else's amp Off that of a Tyler ca- was borrowing. Yeah, yeah. Tyler was borrowing uh, a head from a friend of actually um, his friend Austin, who's in Ferrell's with him. Uh, he's the bass player for Ferrell's. Um, he had been loaning Tyler an amp, and she kicked it off of the cab. And at that point, I guess Cameron leapt over towards that area to figure to like to kind of stop the the commotion. And the bar staff just pounced on us, and uh, it ended up being a just four or five person fight <laughs> and then paul like, and the, yeah and then paul came too. over and picked somebody up and yeah it, it ended up just being a brawl between all of us and and the bar staff and like punching each other and stuff out in the street wow it this, was ridiculous and it all went down while because i got to the show like right before <laughs> we played so i was just like as soon as we were done playing i'm like okay i'm gonna go get a drink peter had no idea what was going I on <laughs> was at the bar the whole time they were all getting punched in the face yeah oh and i come God. i come out with like my first beer in my hand and like <laughs> everyone's <laughs> leaving yeah and chris chris is running up to the gate and he's like we gotta go now <laughs> and i'm just like uh what yeah it was a big disaster um but yeah that, that was the uh the motivation for us writing uh, d-r-u-n-k yeah. which <laughs> man i'm sad that song didn't get a proper release i know it's just a b-side on a, on a seven inch um but 
say whenever we play that song uh, yeah, yeah. So whenever y'all play it live it's like always a, a crowd pleaser yeah it's, it's, it's a banger good, I, I don't know I, I think it's just being able to spell out the word D R right. you know because you're all spelling out with the band and stuff and it's yeah. just I don't know it's cool because I, I remember y'all doing that one at the warehouse one of the nights I saw this oh, kind yeah, of crazy yeah, show yeah. and I was just like it was just perfect I was like man this song is so good live I like that already <laughs> but it was a really good live song you know. it's probably better live yeah oh yeah absolutely <laughs> so how long was it before you played Double White again Oh man, it was a, a couple, couple couple years. It was like two or three years <laughs> that w- they invited us back to play, and we pretty much were like, "Hey, all right, we'll do this. Uh, are we sure everything's gonna be all right? <laughs> we're not gonna get in a fight again." Yeah, and I think the guy that booked was like, "I guarantee there won't be a problem. We'll, we'll, let's make this happen." And uh, we did play drunk um, at that show. Yeah, that's oh, nice. right. Um, I think we disguised the the name of the bar and the lyrics to. Uh, saying I'm, I'm sick of playing at the burger bin uh-huh. uh, which is a reference to double yeah. wide I'm, I don't know why you'd have to ask Cameron but <laughs> he's done with war party so yeah, yeah right <laughs> did you play at the double wide Saturday Joe Friday I mean uh, Friday we did yeah, yeah so I was thinking nice I yeah, went out there and saw great. I think I saw you guys play there and Postival played did y'all play at Postival uh, was that Big Heaven I seen Postival play Possible. Uh, possible. Possible. Um, possible. No, but he also plays bass in the Delzels. So. And I saw them play too. Maybe, um, maybe I think we did. I maybe, can't remember. Oh, anyways. I know we played a house show. Yeah, I went there. I, I've been there once. You know. Um, You've that, only been there once to the yeah. Double A? Really? Yeah. Oh, that was probably American Werewolf Academy and the Delzels. I was there for that show. <laughs> nice. Mm. I think you were there that night. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I, mean, I, I mean, the night that I went, I think you were there. Mm hmm. I just remember because when I, I don't go to Dallas a lot. When I went down there, I found it. But then it's like, where do you park? Yeah, and you just keep yeah. doing like this bigger circle and then a bigger circle, and it's just like, good God! Oh, I park, and it's just I found this bitchin' lot that's kind of a secret um, that nobody's ever fucking parked there. And it's not really a lot. It's kind of like in between some shit, but like it's very okay to park there. That's and it's great. like a two minute walk back to Double Wide. See that's the sweet. website for a map. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Ask and I'll I'll show you. <laughs> He'll drop a pin. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um that dropping a pin feature is awesome. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I remember one of the first times um was I was at the warehouse and there was a big show and Cameron was kinda of bouncing around and, and he sat down and I sat down. I hadn't really talked to him much, but I really liked that song Wait. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And um and so I was, and so I asked him, I was like, Hey, I was like, um, what exactly is it like W E I G H T? I mean, it's it's, it's got periods. Does it stand for something? Is it? He's like, nah, man. It's <laughs> like, nah. I just, I just put periods in there because it makes it look cooler. <laughs> it means nothing. I was like, oh, he that's loves- so awesome. I mean, I don't, maybe that yeah. maybe he's lying to me, or maybe that that's his real answer. But I was <laughs> he, like, that. I thought that was. I was like, okay. He just loves play like play on words is his favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was looking at trying to figure out if maybe like you know. The first line is a W, and the second line is an E, or something. You oh, know, right. it kind of. But it's like there's no real that I could tell. And when I asked him, he was like, ah. you're, "You're giving <laughs> us a lot of credit, man." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cameron seems like a smart guy, like who's really well read and, and does poetry, and and I could see him doing palindromes and just weird. Yeah, he's like he's that. really secretive about it, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, he would probably wouldn't tell me if I was onto something. You know. No, I'm lying. Yeah, no. He he loves uh, hearing himself talk. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, I understand that. Well, and he's I don't know as very very many people that are as articulate or as able to um, put their thoughts into words as Cameron is. 
it's the most frustrating thing to argue against. Oh, sure. He just always knows exactly how to say how he's feeling or what he thinks about something. So it's like, hold on, give me like two minutes. I'm going to formulate an argument and right. I'll be back. <laughs> you just need to have those arguments on text. Right, right, So you can right. just think about it for a second. Exactly. And then be like, okay. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, that, that's something about him um, that was instantly a draw for me um, for the band whenever I was hearing these songs is just how clever the, the lyrics were structured and how obviously well-written Read, well read <laughs> yeah no, no, and I think they've gotten better you know I, mean, yeah, yeah. I think it's got better as a writer absolutely I think you guys have, have definitely gotten got better as as musicians before we go to the next track so when you started playing Ricky you were the was it just trumpet or did you come in playing guitar and trumpet uh, it was like both okay yeah. so he was like I can play guitar and trumpet so like, okay right and they couldn't stop me from singing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have wanted to. Right, I appreciate that, but yeah, I, I'm, I've always tried to assert myself a bit on that front. Um, but I think that uh, Cameron's lyrical content and that kind of stuff can almost only be delivered by someone that that's that's able that's clearly aware of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the best example. Um, have you guys seen a uh, Mallrats? Yes, yeah, Mallrats. Um, Jason Lee can deliver every line of that movie so well that you believe that he's just this incredibly intelligent guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other actor, T.S., not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that dude says sounds like he doesn't know any of the words that he's using. And uh, I felt like that would come across pretty obviously if I was trying to re- to sing Cameron's lyrics. So um, oh, in the time that I've been in the band, uh, really I've only had one or two songs that I've written the lyrics for. Um, and it was actually generally sitting with Cameron writing those lyrics together. Uh, and that was a really cool experience, but honestly, uh, the, the schedules and that kind yeah. of stuff, it, it's been really difficult to sit down and have that time to, to, to write together. But hoping to get to a point where Cameron has gotten where you know music is his career now, and he can make time for it because that's all he has time for. Yeah. And uh, once I'm not you know supporting a, a a household and things of that nature maybe i'll be able to do that a bit more but at least in the meantime i think that's the cool thing about this new project um is we'll have the opportunity to write as a group a lot more whereas war party was primarily cameron writing and bringing mm-hmm. us something to work with all together awesome so that's that's gonna be an exciting thing absolutely yeah. oh, cool we'll listen to um heavy cream and then when we, when we come back we'll talk more about like the different projects and cool all that kind of good stuff Sounds good. Cool. Just had to create.
heavy cream. The heaviest of cream. <laughs> I like heavy cream in my coffee. Do you? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I like flavored cream in my coffee. Hazelnut, to be specific. <laughs> Do we use like the whipped cream? or Not not, not whipped whipping cream. cream. Yeah, the whipping cream. The kind yes. you use to make ice cream with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind's good in your Ooh. coffee. That kind is good in your coffee. That's what I think of when I think of heavy cream, is the whipping cream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the, the little can that has the, is the Eagle? Eagle brand? That's no, condensed that's milk condensed, or sweet, oh, condensed. sweet condensed milk. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. That's, that's, that's heavy hardcore. cream. Put that in your coffee. <laughs> you oh, know, you can just boil that can make... and make caramel. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've heard mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Without Dulce, adding anything Dulce. to it? Mm-hmm. Um, Dulce de leche. That, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. yeah, you just boil the can of the, condensed sweetened creamed milk. Goofy oh, movie style. Also how you make a, a cigarette lighter. Poke holes <laughs> in your teeth. <laughs> so what happens if I get a little bit of the condensed milk and put it on a spoon with a ladder underneath it? Then caramel. <laughs> can I get caramel? Can I get like a spoonful of caramel? Probably. That's the creepiest way to make caramel. That's all you want to make. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need the rubber band around your arm. <laughs> no, I won't do that. I just have the spoon with all the bits of bun. You know, the bits of the Bunsen burner, though, because it takes a minute. That's true. It's true. You just be like... <laughs> Yeah, the lighter will be gone, then you'll be pissed. He's and one of like, those, damn it, Susie, <laughs> you told me I can make caramel. Those windless flame lighters. Yeah. yeah. Electric yeah. ones. Proper spoon cooker. <laughs> yeah, ones you've adjusted. Yeah. Is that going to be bleeped out? Spoon cooker? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're leaving it Not, in. Can you use one of those I'm glass? I'm the one that would bleep it. Get the glass pipe. Put a little bit of condensed milk in there. This caramel hits so good. Sounds great. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask. So last night was a big night for the Me Thinks. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, they're from Haltom City, and they Haltom opened up City's shittiest band. Yeah, <laughs> don't leave that part out. Right, and then um, self-described the Haltom yes. Theater theater opened up maybe what six months ago, eight yeah, months about ago, that. probably bugging us. Yeah. So, but they finally they they really wanted to play a show. Take them up on that offer, dude. It's a killer theater. Yeah, we will. It just hasn't. T- we were supposed to play that show, but oh, we had okay. already booked the one last night, um, yeah. way in advance. I think they asked us to do that one. So, but yeah, no, I think it'd be. I, I didn't get to go. I had family stuff going on all day into the night, but um, uh, I think it'd be cool to see the Me Thinks play. And they have a song called "God Bless Haltom City." So, so my first mm-hmm. question is: Did they close with that song? Was that the last song they played? That was. Or was they just somewhere in the middle of the. It was somewhere in the middle. It, was it wasn't the last one. I would have, I would have closed with that one. But they right. never do what you think that whatever I think I would do, <laughs> they would never do that. Yeah. Which is probably why they're way better than. And I couldn't <laughs> tell you what song they closed with because I'm not that familiar with their catalog. Jesus I mean, Christ, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you can stay. Okay, thanks. I just enjoy when I go see them play, and so and I can never understand a word Ray saying ever. So I'm. They played that one where, um, you know, like if you can tell us what's on the set list, we'll put you on the guest list. Rock Def. Those lyrics. Rock Def. Yeah. So they played that song. Tinnitus unites us. (laughs) Yeah. And and they did a new song, and it was it was really cool. It was it was seriously epic. It was so good. The Halton Theater is a really neat place that's like, what i've heard yeah, yeah. Cool. it was really so cool. we played first Henry Henry Archer. Archer. okay yeah. they opened up and then it was pinkish black and then pinkish which black. i didn't know was from haltham city as well hmm. yeah yeah i work with a girl who went to school with the guy with the long hair he's a buffalo huh or he was a buffalo oh, no no clue did you go to high school around here no i didn't no, no. I, I was in arlington oh, okay yeah. so well, you might have played the haltham buffaloes ish, ish. ish. <laughs> 
I grew up in California, so oh, okay. I mean, I got here as quick as I could, but <laughs> it was only like 13 Seeing years. this Ohio ago. boy over here. Yeah. 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 Ohio born and raised. <laughs> when did you move here? Uh, 2007. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were like right behind you, just by a year or so. Um, but it was it was awesome, and it was so cool when when they started playing "God Bless Halton City." Like the whole place just went erupted. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and it was really funny when between Henry the Archer and Pinkish Black, um, the whole place cleared out. You know, everybody went outside to smoke or talk or get tacos or whatever it was, and then they heard them kind of start, and it was like. Um, either a zombie horde <laughs> or like you know people who are in a cult everybody just started flowing in the room and just going to the front it was cool crazy so there's <laughs> seats do you see it or do you yeah, stand no, in there the was b- seats some people were sitting kind of sporadically throughout the theater but most people were like in the orchestra pit front, yeah, yeah watching trash pocket's mom was there just, she's so cute <laughs> is she cute oh my gosh she's adorable i met her at lola's and then met her again last night she's wearing like betsy johnson earrings and she's just like sparkly tennis shoes she's the cutest little <laughs> old lady and she's just right up front like yeah <laughs> that's awesome uh, yeah and trash pockets is up there and was he wearing the cod piece awesome. yes and i was yeah. like oh my gosh i don't know if i do that in front of my mom but i might you know you don't know that's, that's what he does it's yeah. like this is what i do mom you want to come see me do what i do <laughs> yeah. she put sequins on it it's fine yeah she might yeah <laughs> there you okay. go yeah they got new capes for the show that were black and gold the Haltham city colors (laughs) nice yeah yeah they're satin and shiny yeah i wish they would have told me though and i could have brought my steamer and like steamed all the wrinkles out but (laughs) i refrained from even saying that to them so they can hear it on the podcast (laughs) next time let me know i gotta wear a me think cape once so did katie pretty great katie was an honorary me think at a um fort worth weekly music awards the awards themselves. She oh was yeah, an honorary me think. So was Joe. <laughs> that, so was so was I. Oh cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Katie's my daughter, my youngest one. No. She's pretty awesome. <laughs> an honorary me think. Yeah. Yep. She's cute but psycho, just like the song <laughs> says. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. No, I was excited for them. I hated that I couldn't go to that show. I got to see them last week at the Tim Panther. Mm-hmm. In a the spectacle of the tin panther and those guys there's like it's just a four-piece they're a metal band and their player their their james the, the s- s- singer's a big just this big guy friendly guy it's like the friendliest guy ever Sweetest he's kid. just this big he's just British. mammoth of a man and <laughs> they can't all fit on that yeah that yeah. little stage so he ended up being out down front but yeah he would carry he would grab the he grabbed the monitor and then he would like the vocal monitor, and he would hold it up over his head while he's singing and stuff. And I was just like, God, just pure strength. This dude's just holding this fucking monitor with one hand and going, I'm just like, God, this is cool, you know. But he had to come off the stage. It was just, you know, that was a neat show last week, mm-hmm. you know. But I, but I really wanted to see him play at the at the theater. It's cool. Yeah, that place is fun to play at. Uh, the Tin Panther. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had a similar experience with the Andy Band. The Andy oh, Bands. Yeah. Did you that play at the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, played at the birthday party. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just, that's where we met. That's right. That's yeah. where we met. Okay, I thought oh, I'd met you. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, was no, so much fun. We couldn't fit on that stage. Mm. There's yeah. nine of us. <laughs> and the cool thing was, like, Andy sat off the stage, but then he sat with his back towards the audience and yeah. just looked at you guys, so he can kind of yeah. one, I think, feel a little more yeah comfortable. You know, yeah, and then also to kind of direct you guys as well. Yeah, totally. He was like, he looked at me and he's like. 
wild eyed. Yeah. I gotta go. And yeah. I was like, nope, I need for you to stay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he's playing Fortress Fe- 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 Festival later. Like, this is nothing yeah. compared to what you're gonna be playing in front of, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, that was a happy, fun time. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, because there's like nine people in the band. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so everybody was on. on stage except for him yeah <laughs> <laughs> no not everybody was on stage because lots of the horns oh, the were, horn, the oh yeah the horns horns next yeah to that's yeah. right that's right yeah because <laughs> there's just so many so many people yeah funny, i think it yeah. was just it was me cameron and brock on stage yeah i think yeah, that was it i think you're right yeah probably um so when i think of war party i think of happy fun time music and just kind of a rotating roster of people has uh, so who has been there or who was there pretty much the whole time and then the the band started was the changing cast i got you um the band started off with uh cameron and peter doing like open mic night stuff Um, Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna speak for peter because it's okay (laughs) (laughs) because he wasn't there yeah Yeah, yeah. that makes sense yeah if you you talk about before (laughs) me here i guess yeah i mean really yeah it just started with cameron and i um uh we we bonded over a love of old doo-wop music and and so decided to kind of take our take our own hand at that mm-hmm. and then just sort of see what what we could like muster uh, as a throwback almost mm-hmm. um but yeah cameron and i were both uh like really wanting to do music again and so yeah we would just go to open mics and like before it was uh war party it was called cameron pete and the tambourines uh, i thought you were gonna <laughs> say like par warty were there any tambourines <laughs> yeah okay yeah. in the beginning sure. there was oh, yeah okay. i had a tambourine on like the front of my kick drum and so, like every time I hit the kick drum, the tambourine. Uh, oh, you shit. know, actually, I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. But so it's not just a clever name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, and then I guess uh, at that point, we, uh, Tyler joined the band, and Tyler and Cameron had already known each other for years from the hardcore scene. That's actually how I knew Cameron and and Tyler as well. Okay. Um, they had a band called Decades that was playing uh, quite a bit in the area and and touring nationally and stuff. And uh, I was in Big Fiction, and we played shows together pretty regularly at like nineteen nineteen Hemp Hill. Rest in peace, because boy is that place gone. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and not coming back as anything good. Uh, but at any rate, uh, yeah. After that, um, with with Tyler having already had experience with Cameron and everything, that that was a pretty easy fit. I think both Cameron and and Tyler were just kind of tired of playing heavy angry stuff all the time oh, yeah and uh, it was a big you change can't of pace even for them. It at all right he was playing heavy angry stuff. oh and Cameron was a freestanding vocalist so he would just yeah. run around like crazy and just swing screaming. off the rafters and Dang. actually the first time I met Cameron um, big fiction used to cover some Fugazi songs and we were playing blueprint and Cameron was wearing his blue beanie and I just saw this blue beanie come to the top of the steps at 1919 and he ran across the room leapt over people and tackled our singer <laughs> and they were just rolling on the floor singing the song together and I was like oh, this dude is crazy yeah. what is going on and then I ended up seeing him and Tyler play as decades and I think we ran to each other at like a cursive concert or something later and <laughs> we just kind of had that that relationship so since I was already familiar with them and and uh, interested in playing some other stuff whenever the opportunity came up to have another member added for trumpet and stuff. Like, uh, I guess they posted on Facebook. Yeah, that's where I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that's how Ricky joined the band. Anybody, yeah. Does anybody play a trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> well, and Peter and I worked together at Apple at the time, and yeah. Peter was just like, hey, you know, you should uh, you should come jam with us. And I was like, yeah, you know, I just 
I don't have a whole lot of time. He's like, yeah, we can work around your schedule. I was like, all right, cool. I, I don't have a trumpet. He's like, well, I can get you a trumpet. I was like, okay, well, yeah, it's hard to guess, say no. yeah. guess I have to practice with you guys. I did, I did happen to have a <laughs> yeah. trumpet. Yeah. And uh, I think nope. shortly thereafter, um, uh, that trumpet just became mine. Yeah. And I, I sold you my drums or something around that time you as did. well. And then yeah. it just kind of, we were attached to the hip at that point, I guess. The, Do you remember when we made you uh, try out there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> well, we were like trying out a bunch of people yeah. that day, and it was super awkward, and nobody fit right. Was and it the? S- it was at the cellar. Yeah, it was a cellar. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Rest in peace. Yeah, um, we actually used to have a couple practices. That that was probably our first practice space. Oh, right was on. the cellar? We would just do practices there on the stage in front of people, and yeah. it was awkward as hell. <laughs> but yeah, because uh, yeah, Clay would just let us like come in early. Yeah, and just yeah. do whatever. Um, but yeah, and then I guess um, we had uh, Year of the Dog came out with the four of us. Yeah. And at that point, we decided to add Chris. Um, That's a fun story, too, though, because <laughs> he, he joined the band because of 35 Denton. Yeah, that's right. We, yeah. we wanted to have another horn player for 35 Denton because it was like our first big show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, or first big festival. Yeah, yeah, I think Matt got us on that. Yeah, Matt Vickers. Which, yeah, Matt which Vickers. year was it? Oh, I guess if Matt was still kicking yeah 2012 that's what i want to say i want to say 2012 2011 or 2012 i played it too i can't remember if it was the same year it was the year that rocky erickson was on it i believe i don't remember i don't know Um, sleep 13th floor that might have been that one oh i know we played that wasn't sleep that was a different year we we played with pond um the Tame Impala's like road band, basically. Oh, okay, um, okay. But I don't, I cannot for the life of me remember who else was on that. Yeah, I don't remember what year that was. But yeah, we had Chris come out for us so we could uh, be a little bit more of a spectacle for thirty-five. We played at a mm-hmm. uh, Mellow Mushroom, oh, nice. but inside of a Mellow Mushroom and uh, yeah, um, like Hickory, I guess. Yeah, and Denton. Yeah, yeah, and that was a lot of fun. He plays the trombone. Yeah, he at the time he was just playing trombone and he was still in Doomghost at the time. Yeah, right? yeah he was just kind of coming over to help us out. Um, what did he do in Doom Ghost? Bass. Uh, he played bass. Okay. Yeah, he played bass uh, for the beginning of the band, and I think they had a lineup switch later. Or well, uh, Brian Bailey played bass originally. Oh, okay, that's then, what. It was. And then he moved to drums, didn't he? I think he moved to drums. Yeah. For a little bit, and then and then Beetle, yeah, he just took off. So that that's when it turned into Vern, Chris, and Jeremy. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then Jeremy broke his collarbone. That's right. And never came back to the band. Hmm. Yeah. But back to War Party. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess at that point we added Chris, and uh, he just got really into keyboards, and we're like, well, we could use some synth. And so he wasn't doing keyboards before that? No, just not really. Oh, okay. And his he, Chris has a similar background that I do, like marching band and all that kind of stuff. So we, uh, we were pretty well connected, like, playing horns together um but i think th- there was a, a fear of uh borderlining on ska <laughs> and deciding <laughs> maybe maybe we need a, a little bit less horn and some synth and he was more than excited to to jump into owning way too many synths and we were adding a bunch of organ parts too that's to right songs at that point so. yeah I, we were in the studio um i was writing organ parts and, and piano parts and then chris came in and basically learned all that stuff and then started taking over and it was better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah, that that was the that was pretty much the lineup at that point for the the first 
three quarters, yeah. maybe more, mm-hmm. of, yeah. of the band um, existing. And then Tyler uh, decided to join the military. Um, he had some stuff going on in his life as well that put him in a position where he wanted to be able to provide for his family, um, his mom and his, uh, at the time, girlfriend that he was planning on being more. So he wanted to get all of his stuff together and was tired of being a bartender and playing music for no money. Yeah. <laughs> Understandably so. Um, but yeah, he, he joined the military and uh, once he started doing that, it was about a year of him going through that and that being the priority for him. So we kind of understood that. Mm-hmm. You know, he was not wanting to practice late because he was having to wake up at 5 a.m. to go run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, man, I could never do that. So uh, if you need to leave early, I guess I get that. Um, but yeah, w- once we got through that year of him transitioning, he pretty much just kind of said, you know, hey, I need to take my step back now. And yeah. it was good for all of us because whenever you've got someone that's got other priorities and the rest of the band, it can create tension. Yeah, and sure. And he was way too good of a friend to us to uh, let that be a problem. Yeah, he was so, very straightforward about yeah, it. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, that's Tyler's way anyway. He's not a person to sugarcoat anything. Uh, quite the opposite. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm proud of him for, for doing the things that he needed to do to, to make himself happy. And uh, that was the... Was it a year ago now? Almost two, I think. Almost two years ago. Yeah. And that left us with uh, the decision of, you know, do we keep doing this? Or did one of us transition over to bass? There was quite a bit of talk of Peter playing bass and us possibly yeah. finding another drummer. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think that was why we started looking towards Jesse, Jesse already being a drummer and a right. bass player, you know, it'd be an opportunity for us to do whatever we wanted. Um, but I think inevitably it boiled down to, damn it, we don't want to teach two people parts. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so we just replaced the person that was missing. Yeah. I um, like Jesse in the band, because he, he, he has his own personality, He's has mm-hmm. a strong personality, and, you know, so he kind of almost like brought his own kind of absolutely thing to the, you know. it, it was a definitely an injection of energy that we didn't have yeah. before yeah, and rejuvenated a lot yeah I, I would say that a lot of our energy was really the opposite we had lost a lot of our energy just based off the strain of our relationship with tyler and trying to decide what we wanted to do where whether we wanted to continue in that direction or what and that's I mean, you can also really see the difference in songwriting there, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where Cameron started spending more time just writing music and not necessarily having to work every day and do that, too. Um, and we all started just kind of stepping out of what we were comfortable with all the time and trying to challenge ourselves. Um, and that, that was a huge part of just us in general, but having Jesse there on top of it was a, hey, here's someone to work with that we're not necessarily familiar with working with, so that's going to affect things, too. Um but yeah, I guess that uh, for the most part, that that year and a half or so that we've had yeah. th- that we had with Jesse was definitely uh, a solid change for us and got us in the direction to to be where we're at now. Yeah. But I think also the turbulence of having another bass player and him leaving abruptly as well kind of was really the main motivating factor for us deciding this project has probably reached its end. Yeah, um, Jesse stepped back from music in general. Mm-hmm. Um, just for some personal issues so he's having stepped out of war party also left sir duda so that's i've been filling in on drums for sir duda okay i didn't know that so yeah Yeah. that's how that that project's been contending which um when do we play friday on the green june i think it's in june june 14th i want to say is it 
It's always the June, first Friday of the month. Isn't June first is Friday a Friday of the month, June first is a um Saturday. Okay, so, it, so, so then June it'd be the next Friday. Okay, so June. Okay, but it's the one in June. So I'll, June fourteenth. <laughs> you're right. June fourteenth is June fourteenth. Right. Okay, yeah. I think that's I think that's the date. Mm-hmm. That it's, would be the second Friday. It's either us or Joe Gorgeous. I can't remember. <laughs> We're both playing it, and I'm terrible at keeping a schedule. So I just show up to shows and bring all my equipment and That's hope awesome. I have the right now. Yeah, this kidding. week is um, <laughs> Hinder the Archer, <clears throat> Teen Tank Tina, maybe? Mm, yeah, that sounds about it's right. It's definitely Hinder the Archer is this week. Yeah. I think uh, we're I think we're on the same one as Mean Motor Scooter. In September? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... Gorgeous is? No, Sir Duda. Oh, okay. Sir Duda's... That's on, right, yeah. Yeah, we're playing with Mean Motor Scooter okay, right, cool. in September. Right, yeah. September 13th. So, Joe Gorgeous is June 14th. Yeah, and we're playing with Cutthroat Finches. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that one should be a good one. It should be a real good one, yeah. Yeah, and then that's it for the summer. Summer hiatus for Friday on the Green. Yeah. So what all are you guys doing next now that War Party's over. Yeah, so it's like War Party, because in the article it says something about like some of the members of War Party and some of the members of Sea Lion are going to do like a new project together. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking about that. I mean, aside from us also having our other projects that we work with, like uh, um, us doing Sir Duda, I also do Joe Gorgeous, mm-hmm. um, Chris is doing Starbase for a while longer. Um, I'm not sure what their, their plans are. I know they're doing some solo stuff as well. Um, and Peter, you're, you've been playing with Skylar? Yeah, yeah. Um, from Mitch Brick Skylar? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's she's been wanting to get back into to playing full band again, and she was going to have Robbie play drums originally, but Robbie had too much on his plate. So, yeah, I think we've we've talked a bit about um, Cameron and I have talked a bit about going in and helping um, produce yeah, on a lot of that. Absolutely. So that should be a cool project coming out soon as yeah, well. Sky, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's so good, and she's written a lot of really, really, really good songs lately. And it's not bitch bricky stuff, right? It not not nearly as much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It still has her sort of her signature like energy and yeah. vibe to it. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, no, it's it's a little bit more like singer songwriter. Okay, uh, cool. Which is neat. Yeah, we're going to do something a little bit different. And um, yeah, I guess the, the the project that we're really excited about though would definitely be um this future endeavor with uh Sea Lion. It's at this point uh, I'm I'm not even 100 percent sure if this well, is a yeah. you know yeah, if everyone's on you. board and stuff, but uh, you know most of Sea Line with the exception of Gus and War Party with the exception of Jesse, um, pretty much are w- w- it would be all of us, kind of in the vein of the Andy Band where it can be scaled to whatever needs to be there for for certain live performances. But um, we've had a couple of of times uh, we've sat down a couple of times with each other and, and talked and, and worked through some stuff and. Should be pretty interesting. Huh. Yeah. A lot of really good songwriters in a room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kidding. And it, it's going to be a lot different, too. Yeah. yeah. It's w- going to be a lot more electronic, more synth heavy, um, very, very, very precise, and very, very visually based, too. All right. That's what, um, what Cameron and Hunter have been talking about. It's definitely going to be beyond um, anything we've done previously, yeah. separate or, you know, in any other project, really. It'll be pretty epic, I think. Huh. I'm thinking so. Yeah, for sure. That's exciting. It's real cool. So, um, in Joe Gorgeous, were you playing the guitar? Yeah. um, Originally, that's where it wasn't until you're kind of filling in for bass right now. Right, right. Yeah, uh, I was. I joined the band on guitar, and we played for about a year or so with me on guitar. And uh, Baggins has recently uh, been indisposed for a certain amount of time, so I've been filling in for him on that front. So right now we're doing a three piece, but we've got some big things coming up. 
Um, I know the the band has got a, a seven inch that's going to be dropping on a French label here pretty soon. Oh, cool! I can't pronounce it right now, so that's why I said a French label. Um, <laughs> been getting quite a bit of playing, uh, or quite a bit of our singles getting played in uh, like Belgium and some other places too, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's nice. Been some pretty funny emails. Um, but short of that, uh, we also have Pass the Peas coming up, and then that Friday on the Green that we talked about. So there's some cool things on the horizon for that band. Um, really, we're just trying to keep everything nice and warm for Baggins to get back and yeah. hit it running. So yeah. no, those it's like all those. Um, that was all the first people that I got into, whether it was the Long Shots or whether it was Toy Gun. Oh yeah, you know, or like you guys or Doom Ghost or you know that was like the whole dreamy sounds low life type family the bitch bricks was part of that you know i i saw big big fiction fiction play i think once i know i've I've got y'all's record at least we we played the first group therapy yeah then i saw that that, yeah that made a minute i think uh after that set i ran and jumped into the kiddie pool was that 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 would have been was that at the warehouse yeah Yeah, that was at the warehouse yeah now, I think it was the next year whenever um, the Rose Soda climbed up on the second balcony yes. and jumped off yeah. into the swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, dude, because oh, they can't see something bad happening. Oh, yeah. I love that dude. Todd's the nicest He is the nicest man. guy. Like, it would be him that would get hurt badly. Because <laughs> I can't remember if he, tried to, if he tried to skateboard off of it or if he just jumped. I think originally he was on a skate off of it he, I or think something. He, he reconsidered the skateboard and just jumped off. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. into a kiddie pool from like the little... Second story. I, yeah, the balcony, the balcony <laughs> they had, not balcony, with the little attic they had up there. Yeah, <laughs> kind of it was wild. That yeah, was a wild show. That was a, that was a fun that place. Sounds though. wild. That's. I never I was able the to first go there. One where I met oh really? Yeah, I just kind of wasn't in the scene yet. Yeah, man. My first kind of real exposure to it was the Fort Worth Weekly Music Awards Showcase. I don't know, like six or seven or eight years ago or something, where it was kind of all off of West Seventh and. Oh, that, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that one. That yeah, wasn't long ago. It was like three or four years ago. Yeah. No, it was a little while ago. Um, I saw Year of the Bear at the Grotto. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, I really could dig this. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I saw Telegraph Canyon somewhere. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is pretty awesome. And then that relationship ended up not working out, and I didn't do anything oh. with it. And then. I was supposed to. I saw um, the Hanna Barbarians. Oh yeah, at yeah. That too, and then they were doing that show with um, Southern Train Gypsy, and I was like, I've never done anything by myself before. <laughs> I'm gonna go try this, and I went. I think the me things were there too. I bought myself a beer. I, mean, I, think <laughs> I went a painting of a robot holding a corn dog. <laughs> yeah. It was so awesome. I left. I called my mom. I was like all proud of myself. I did it. I did it. I went and did something all by myself. Didn't have a panic attack. It's pretty, it pretty awesome. <laughs> Now the scene can't get rid of me. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Once it gets in like a tick. Yep. So there. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good times. It's just show because I don't. It doesn't feel like that we've been around that long. It's been five plus years, so I feel like mm. that we're a, a kind of a fixture now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been long enough to go. Oh man, I missed the cellar I missed the warehouse I missed yeah, the grotto right. mm-hmm. you know and you miss certain bands and now Definitely it's gonna be like I missed war party here you know it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna be long over we're sitting going man you remember war party oh, they were so great I haven't seen them God, it was but three four years mm-hmm. you know it's just but that's how it goes I mean things grow and they die and they grow and they mm-hmm. die and it's Definitely. just all cycles and stuff and all you guys are gonna be around so it's just yeah that's the thing about it that uh, is at least kept me from feeling melancholy at all about it is the the fact that we're all going to continue to work with each other it's You're obviously and stuff is not right. like fuck you man fuck exactly. you exactly yeah, it's it's not a uh, i mean I've, I've had bands end that were not as pleasant 
and had a t- had to take some time before I'd be willing to talk to the people that were in it. But yeah. I don't have that feeling at all with any of the guys from. I mean, even uh, you know, former like with Tyler. Yeah, you know, I, I see him on a regular basis yeah. still. And I just saw him earlier today. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still just the same dude. He's really into guns now, but same dude. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh man, it's that would a, freak me out. It's, it's a, little, a little bit out of my comfort zone, but out. he's still the same dude. So that was weird to me because we did the uh, the podcast at Cloudland, and um, I think it was when he was talking about going into the service. And I was just like, oh, it's just it was so weird to me that somebody in War Party was actually joining the army. Oh yeah, no I just, joke, they dude. just didn't seem like I would guess that anybody in War Party would join the army. I just you know, and I don't didn't really know anybody in there that well, but you know, it's just. Hey man, at least he didn't become a cop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that I don't know if I can handle that one. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, I mean, I, so I joined. I joined the Navy. I was in a place where it's like I just didn't have a whole lot going for me. It's like, eh, I'll try this. You know, maybe it'll give me some different kind of opportunity. I'm kind of tired of being here. Yeah. You know, it got me somewhere different for a while. But, but yeah, it's just I was like war party. Yeah, yeah, the military yeah. was never anything I ever thought would be no, I wish a fit was... for me i have way too much of a problem with authority for that to work so <laughs> my son talked about it for a minute and i yeah. was like there's no way you're going to be able to handle people telling you what to do yeah. all day every day you're not you won't fold your pants like how right, are you gonna make right. a bed yeah. <laughs> a quarter has to bounce off of it what do you do <laughs> right. no, i wish there was still a draft so we could maybe have like a a war party um army video like, oh yeah you know I mean, not like you really went to the army but like you know right. you're in the army you got the long hair and you're trying to do all the stuff and it's one of your songs playing they're gonna be good mm-hmm. why didn't yeah. we ever do any sort of army parody and i don't know in our, any of our videos i don't know um i, I don't think uh, tyler would have allowed it yeah <laughs> he, he wouldn't let me say bad things on facebook for a while yeah <laughs> what was yeah, i don't know if they're gonna read it man just don't do it yeah it's better to be be safe than absolutely yeah. I was like, oh if this could possibly get you in trouble i can i guess i could shut up but i always thought it, it was interesting that like elvis was on top of his game and he got drafted by the army and yeah he had to go into the army and he was elvis presley in the army you right. know the president of the united states and in independence day yeah, just kind of went back and joined the yeah. army. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> it took me a minute. I got it. And then he delivered that epic speech. Oh yeah, so, and then he flew a plane. Right. What? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna watch Independence Day when we get home. Smart, funny. Smart, smart, right. smart. So y'all are already working on, or have a lot of it been done? The um, the songs for the next group therapy. Yeah, the s- single that we're putting out for the next group therapy. Oh, everything is pretty much done okay. on group therapy. We're just uh, getting everything. I, th- I think it's even all mixed and mastered. I guess is we're just waiting on things to be the right time to do it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and packaging and all that kind of crap. Yeah. You know? well, I think we, it's gonna be in, but the, like the release show, I think is gonna be in August. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. August is when you should expect it to come out, and maybe the next one will have a war party track on it. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, we've been on all the other ones. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you said, okay, I lied, and that's where, um, is that where Wait was from? Or Wait was Yeah, Wait did come out on the, the second, second group one, therapy. Think, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, that's the one that we did at the warehouse as well. Mm-hmm. We got recorded it all like in one day. Yeah, we did it all in one day yeah. in that big room at the warehouse. And uh, I, I'll never forget that session because Jordan Richardson came in and he recorded the guitar before he did anything else on his demo, or on, on, his, on his track. track uh-huh. yeah. He did drums last, and everyone was like, "This is not gonna work," and he killed it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I think it was like one take. 
He's like nailed it. Like that. That's just how he wanted to do it, and it mm-hmm. sounded great. Like, that's how he does all Sunday stands. Yeah, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. It's a guitar scratch track in a sense, but it's just. Right. I mean, he doesn't use that guitar part. I that's just the. Did. I think he did. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. That was the thing. Is like it wasn't even a scratch track. Okay. Like he just like the did it right. <laughs> and it was actually in time and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's. I mean, he's a drummer, so yeah. 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 God, man, his his he resume plays is ridiculous. To himself, yeah. Basically. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. And those group therapies, uh, that's that's definitely where we feel the most love for, for Dreamy Life. Everybody being in the same room together, even in, uh, in those first sessions, but even just getting it to go up to the studio anytime during the weekend that it's being recorded. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. That and the, that and the weekly award mix every year, those are my two favorite things that yeah. come out because it's just all the mm-hmm. – it's usually, it's usually stuff you don't you haven't heard yet, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and sometimes there's bands you – that you haven't heard yet because that one it might have been last year's that was like 30 songs or something the last group therapy yeah yeah, yeah. it was long yeah it was it super was long yeah but yeah. i mean i put that in on like a playlist with a couple other albums and songs like what is that again oh this is cool yeah you know there's some really good stuff on there oh yeah one of my favorites is uh one of brits that he recorded with his kids oh yeah it's like god man this is incredible he had a good song on the first one didn't he yeah um uh, love uh, was it lovely piece of meat or something like something that? he had some That's weird a, that was on the last one i think oh it was okay yeah uh, but, but i think he did one on the very first one too yeah, yeah. and it's like the recording quality on it like sounds like but i like that because it was yeah, real it was lo-fi really cool. yeah, yeah it was so cool like yeah. it all it had a really cool like just vibe overall to it i think u-boat was on that was was yeah. he on the first yeah, one? yeah u-boat was on that first one i think he's on trying to make a comeback oh really yeah i was talking to him the other day because oh, he's cool. kind of getting his name out there again i think he's kind of getting okay a lot, a lot a lot of people that haven't been playing lately are kind of like kind of getting the itch again i'm starting to see people that i haven't seen in a long time like alexandria ray's yeah. all over instagram now playing her stuff and it's like oh, i haven't seen her in a while or you know you both starting to do things or, yeah, I, mean, I, I mean maybe i'm over analyzing things but i feel like the uh the election affected a lot of people in ways that not only creatively put out a, gave us a lot of fuel to put things out i mean if you, if you listen to the new war party tracks it in and out of that it's 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 a pretty harsh criticism of what's going on in the world right now um but i think it also took a lot of people a couple years of really dealing with the anxiety of the things going on around them with us having a different terrible headline every week with this presidency on top of all the other shitty things happening in the world a lot of people had to step back from that and re-energize themselves and get back to a healthy place where they could go out and perform and 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 be able to do it with their health in mind yeah that's interesting no i've heard um chelsea handler just came out with the book and she was on bill mark a couple weeks ago and um she was talking about she goes after um trump was was elected she's like i was just so she's like it shook me i mean she she quit her show and she wants to be activist and all this kind of stuff but she had to go to um she was so angry that that she went to a therapist and um she goes after spending like two or three weeks about bitches about trump 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 finally something broke through and i realized that when she was young her brother died you know and it's like all this different stuff whenever she was a kid her whole world was rocked whenever her brother died as as a young girl and all this kind of stuff and then she kind of got over and moved on or whatever and she's like i'm a privileged white woman i'm not complaining about anything but then trump gets elected and that hit her the same way it did when she was a little girl and she lost her brother where she just could not cope anymore her whole world just crashed around her and she realized that that's what she was dealing with it wasn't it's him but it's not necessarily him as much as it is some things from her and i just wonder if like a lot of people 
whenever yeah. he was elected, it just kind of shook them so much that they haven't felt that way in a long time, and it brought up old issues that they haven't dealt with, as well as just the bad headline after bad headline right. after bad headline. You know, people dying at the border, and you know, it's just people being attacked for their you know religion all these gun freaking crimes everywhere yeah. jews getting shot christians getting shot muslims yeah. getting shot it's just yeah. like good lord man schools getting shot you know that can't help the, the psyche of anybody either absolutely you know i, I think that's uh i mean <laughs> to be 100 percent honest i mean if you listen to some of the new joe gorgeous stuff like i feel angry again yeah, and that's why I stopped playing in big fiction for the most part and started doing more party. I wasn't so mad at the world. I, I kind of found my outlet and got to a healthy place and wanted to make some music that wasn't so mad. And now I feel that way again. And they're angry too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so being able, to, I mean, the the two new Joe Gorgeous songs that have come out have just gotten heavier and heavier. Really interesting. And I think a lot of it has to do with the energy that we're using to write and the exact same thing with war party whenever the group therapy comp comes out you'll know what i'm talking about but this yeah. the, the newest track it, i mean it's it's called negative consumer and it's it, a lot of it has to do with with what we're talking about yeah I, I think that we're all reaching a point where uh complacency isn't as big a part as much as being angry and wanting to do something now and uh i, I gotta definitely shout out to my wife she's a, a very large activist and <laughs> she's a normal size activist but she's oh, right. <laughs> very passionate um, but she, she's definitely put a lot of that in me and with as much of the white nationalist and uh, racially motivated things that have been going on lately as a person of color it's hard for me to see that and not let it reflect somehow um, in the thing that I use as my outlet, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, I mean. it's hard to go to a surdu to practice and not beat the shit out of the drums, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so gotta may- cool it a bit on that. Maybe I can, uh, you know, I'll eat a Snickers and I'm not myself. When I'm hungry. <laughs> so you're not hangry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, getting on the bass, you know, that's that's my instrument for for pouring the things out that frustrate me or the things that I'm thinking about that are not positive. And those strings are so big and so responsive to, to that anger. You know, it, it's an outlet in, in so many ways, physically, go. mentally, emotionally, and all sure. that. So I definitely think the, the next couple things that are going to be coming out are going to be a, a reflection of what's going on right now in the world. And I think we're seeing that in a lot of people, just in different ways. Sure, yeah. I was thinking about that earlier. I think that – I think – at the basis, we all we we all need to be cool with each other, and I think the best way to be cool with each other is if we all have empathy. Right. But some people, that's almost a curse to have empathy, <laughs> and they're you know I mean it just is it's just it kills you. You're like everything you see on the news, or every story you hear, or something bad happens to your friend or whatever. You're just like it really it affects you more than it maybe should, or maybe it's the right amount, but whatever. It's just it's you know. But whenever it just keeps on, it keeps on, it keeps on. It's like at some point you need a break, and you're like, "Fuck, I can't. I got to stop feeling all of this stuff." So yeah. I can imagine. I mean, because I have times. I'm I'm a sensitive type, but I've learned to control it over the years and kind of push some stuff. You know, not be so. You know, you're still the sweetest. But I'm not. It's like, but it's not as much of a curse as it used to be because it can be. It right, really yeah. can be. You really yeah. are a sweetheart, though. Uh, well, I appreciate. <laughs> Peter's nodding his head like you are that person. Oh, Peter. Yeah. Peter's. Uh, I'm a sense. I'm a sensitive type. Peter's mm-hmm. a punching bag sometimes. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is with a lot of 
sensitive types because you just don't mm-hmm. want to hurt anybody else, man. Because you know what it's like to be hurt because yeah. you're so sensitive Absolutely. that you get hurt all the time that you're like, I don't want to do that to somebody else because I know what it feels like to do that to somebody else. And, yeah. I hate that yeah. people mistake that for weakness, too, because mm-hmm. really it's the strongest thing. Being able to be that empathetic mm-hmm. and still be on this yeah, planet. Yeah, because it'd be a lot easier to <laughs> just beat your ass, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Probably feel better. Right. Yeah, so, probably. Um, yeah, so the the last track that, that we're going to play is new. It's not off of uh, the Pure Destroyer album. It's just a single all, all on mm-hmm. its own. Um, I keep forgetting the name, but I wrote it down. Much Polite. It's happening. Um, it's named after a piece by the same name, which is the, the album or the demo cover. Um, it's a piece by Jeremy Joel that will be on display at Pass the Peas, I believe. So what is Pass the Peas again? The 11th. So it's coming up. And where's it, it going to be at? Uh, shipping and receiving. Yeah, yeah. shipping so. and receiving. It's a big art show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've art, been talking about music. it on NPR and all that crazy stuff. Really? So I guess we should practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you should. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And this is one of the um, those a couple of songs that because like I don't think Jesse was on the actual album. No, the full this, album. Right? This is one of two songs that Jesse's actually on. Yeah, that he was helped with. Yeah. That's cool. No, we like Jesse. We're big fans of his, and I was happy to see that he did the. Um, the wobbly rail, yeah. Mm-hmm. With camera, I didn't get to go to, but I was like, oh, cool. Jesse's actually back out and kind of, you know, yeah, doing his solo stuff again. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's exciting. He's cool. He he makes some good music too. He does. Um, I have no idea what we're doing next week because you're gonna be out of town. Am I? I think. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> next. Or you have a show. Maybe you have a show. That sounds Day. accurate. I think. Oh, a, that's right. Yeah, you have a show at we Mass show or something. Magnolia Motorland. Magnolia Motorland. Yeah. So he's not going to be here, and you're not going to be here. Right. You're going to be rolling solo unless that can can come on. I I know what I'd like to do. I just haven't reached out to the person to see if it's something I can do yet. Okay. But, so. You got something in mind? Yeah. We we just got that Kaboo Festival notification, like, last week. Or earlier this week. It'll be interesting. It'll be, there's lots, I mean, a shit ton of artists. Bands, Canadian. comedians, mm-hmm. they'll be, you'll have fun, but it's also going to be such an ass whipping. <laughs> I mean, I'm such a beating. I'm oh. already tired just thinking about it. And I'm sure that, <laughs> are you going to drive? Oh, heck no. Yeah, so that means you're going to have to come and go whenever Dustin decides to come and go. So if uh-huh. you decide you want to leave, like, I'm done. Nope. And, <laughs> you and still got so, work to do. That boy can so, listen to music for a long right. time. Right. So Saturday, he has to go late. So I'm going to go, hopefully, to Kevin's house and have him drive me. He'll be my Uber driver. And when I'm done, I'll just be like, Kevin, come get me. Kevin Geist? Yeah. He's my only friend in Arlington. Or so he (laughs) likes to say. (laughs) Well, that should be fun. Well, you can give us reports so you can do some Funky Town podcast reports. I should just send you to Kaboom. That would be hilarious. Oh, Dustin would not be happy. Yeah, no, I'll I'll just send you with with the recorder and why he's doing the Jerry Johnson Master thing. He's like, yeah, I'm here on the Funky Town podcast. I'm doing Funky (laughs) Town podcast. And just the whole time, this is Susie with Funky Town podcast. We're at Kaboom. And he's just like, what the fuck? I got I'm you here in with here. Alanis Morissette. What's yeah. up, girl? Is she playing? <laughs> yeah, she's playing. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Throwing a peace sign. Yeah, I always kind of liked her, man. I didn't yeah, like her know. until I saw her on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and then she was God in the end of Dogma. Yeah. After both of those things, I was like, I like her now. And she's super cute. She's way cuter than I remember her being. Yeah. She's always been super cute. I know, but I just when remember. When she's on You Can't Do That on Television, oh. super cute. <laughs> was she on that show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With the green slime? Uh-huh. She's, she's even cute when she incorrectly yeah, she's uses like the word ironic. <laughs> 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 All right. I think so, I don't guess we have any other Friday on the Green this week. 
Mm-hmm. That's what I could do. Yeah. Are you going to be here Friday? You're not, you're not doing Kabuga Friday night? Oh, Is it Friday and Saturday and Sunday? It's Friday and Saturday. And you're going to all three? I think so. Ooh. I mean, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I, may be, I may be talking out of my butt, but I think so. No, we don't need to do it. We did We did our podcast at Friday on the Green, at the last Friday on the Green. Oh, and we yes. got to meet Tony Green. Have you met yes. Tony Green? Yes, he, he did a short Tony on the thing. Green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was Tony on the Green. He did a short thing on War Party at Fortress. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah he's a fun dude. He really is. He's a beautiful singer. Yeah. I got a video to show you after oh, this. Oh, okay, right on. <laughs> so, well, let's, let's check out Much Polite, It's Happening. And we'll see y'all somehow next week. We're doing something. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. 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 Jesse, hello. Good morning. Hey, you should come to work. Uh, cool. See you later. Bye. Nothing less like I take a guy